Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Maker Mom podcast. This week's guest is Michelle of Aqua and Gold. Um, I had a blast talking with Michelle, and I know you're really going to enjoy the interview as well. Michelle has really done it all from cake decorating to paper crafts and now getting into the DIY and woodworker space. So I think you will appreciate all of her skills that she brings to the maker community. And I know uh, I look forward to watching her knowledge grow and her account grow over on Instagram. But before we hop into the podcast episode with Michelle, I'd like to give a big shout out and thank you to the patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Laura of the Oakley Soap Company, Mary Lou Made by Mary Lou, Amy Bison Valley Carving, Dan and Kelly Reclaim Living Store, Brandy Studio Bay, Kathy One Girl and Her Tools, Ellen Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much. I appreciate your ongoing support of the podcast now helping me produce two episodes a week uh, going forward. I think this this first month has been a learning curve for sure, but I look forward to continuing to do two episodes a week here on out. All right, with no further ado, here is Michelle of Aqua and Gold. Um, <laughs> Michelle, I like to have my guests kind of give a brief introduction about themselves. So why don't you go ahead with that? Okay, so my name is Michelle. Um, I'm behind the account Aguan Gold. Um, I am a mom on a, from a very active two-year-old named Oliver. Um, I lived in Central Florida with um, my son and my husband. Um, I'm an engineer by trade. That's what I do. I work a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And I create in nap times and weekends. <laughs> You're doing the, um, the nap time game, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love nap time. Um, and I don't know, I, I'm originally from Puerto Rico. Um, I lived in, I, I, I went to Washington State out of college, spent eight years there for work. And after we had our kid, we decided to move to Florida to be closer to family. So, and I've been here since, yeah, oh year and a half already. Okay. All right. Well, uh, before we get to kind of that stuff, let's talk about your childhood a little bit. Um, so you said originally from Puerto Rico, but did you spend all of your childhood in Puerto Rico or was it split? All right. No, um, born and raised uh, okay. in the island. Um, I grew up um, with a single mom. It was just her and me. Um, so we did everything together. Um, we didn't have anybody around to help out. So she instilled on me the values of hard work and go get do it. So, um, 
so yeah, so I, I spent all my childhood there. I went to college there and I got recruited out of college and I moved to Washington State. <laughs> awesome. Um, so does your mom still live there on the island? Yes. Yeah, she doesn't want to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I, I've never been, but I can imagine like, I don't know, I guess the weather's probably pretty comparable to Florida, right? They're pretty similar temperature wise and stuff like that. Yeah, humidity is, it's pretty much the same. Um, the shock is a little bit different. Like you, you hear a lot of my people talking the language and, mm-hmm. and you eat, eat the, the food and, and you find your stuff in the supermarket. So it wasn't like the cultural shock to move into Washington state, which was completely different. Um, but yeah, I could see that being completely different. What part of Washington state did you live in? Uh, I lived in Auburn. It's about 30 minutes South of Seattle. Okay. So it's the western side. Um, mm-hmm. Gorgeous. I, I fell in love with it the minute I went there. It's a different kind of paradise, I always say. Mm-hmm. Um, nature, people. I, I, I honestly love it. I love my job. We just moved here because we wanted to be closer to family, but I miss it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Northwest is a beautiful area. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. All right, so went to school um, for engineering. What type of engineering? Industrial engineering. Okay. Yeah, I have I my, my bachelor's and my master's. I, do, I was not a um, degreed industrial engineer. I was, I think, two math classes short, the degree that I went into. But um, I spent a good part of my quote unquote, job, job time being an industrial engineer. So really, yeah, I find that it uses similar skills mentally, right? Industrial engineering to me is all about problem solving. That's like what you do all the time. Yep. Yep. Um, And then to me, it's the same thing when you woodwork or you make like, you're pretty much just problem solving the entire (laughs) time. Um, All right. So how did you get into then, like, what brought up making for you? Like, how'd you get into that? Um, What was definitely not a priority or or in the radar as a kid. I think I took an art class in eighth grade, but that was about it. Um, I I was pretty focused on the academics and, 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 and in school. So, but then in college, um, one day, I don't really remember why, I decided to try to do cake decorating. Mm. That's how I started. Um, So I bought fondant from Walmart and I tried to do some Green Lantern symbols because my boyfriend, now husband at a time, was going to visit me on an Mm -hmm. internship and I wanted to do something uh, to surprise him. And I I tried it and I hand carved the symbols and, and it was pretty good. Um, so I decided to see what else could I do. Um, I took um, classes at Michael's, the ones mm-hmm. that they have in the afternoons for cake decorating. And I was never able to pipe, but I was really good at fondant. So I decided to, to try that. Um, and I did um, a couple of specialty cakes for friends and I tried to sell that but the amount of work required to do that versus what people were willing to pay was not worth it so I just kept it local and in the family 
Um, then a friend from work invited me to a stamping up um, workshop mm. and they do um, greeting cards with stamping and paper crafts and I loved it um, and I really really loved it um, so I bought their whole catalog and <laughs> and I decided to, to, to try to do stuff I brought friends home to try to come up with new designs and it was really fun for a while um, then we bought our house back in Washington. And about that time I was, I don't know how I got into it, but I was looking at a lot of YouTubers, um, doing, um, home decor and stuff like that. So I decided to refin refinish, um, a piece of furniture. I painted it. I think it was yellow. Right. right now, looking at it, it was awful, but at the time, I was really proud of myself. <laughs> um, I used um, like the tools that I have, and, and it was really fun, and um, that whole YouTube um, thing, I think it was, I don't remember the name of this, of the paper craft lady that I was following, but that took me to Anna White. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And I consumed her entire library, like that's pretty much what I did every day and night. Um, and that took me to other more um, complex YouTubers. Um, and and I, I was hooked. So I decided after very bad research that the first tool I was going to buy was a table saw. Oh, wow. You like really <laughs> jumped in there, didn't you? <laughs> yes. So, so that table saw, saw in my garage for a good seven months because I was so intimidated by it. Um, so one day um, I saw a free workshop that Home Depot was offering to do. I think it was a wine rack or something like that. Very simple. Mm -hmm. And the tools that you were supposed to learn, one of them was a jigsaw. And I'm like, that's a good intro. If they teach me how to use a jigsaw, maybe I'll, I'll develop the courage to try my, ta my table. <laughs> so, and that's what I did. My husband and I went to the workshop. I felt really empowered and, and I tried my table saw and I was scared, um, <laughs> but I powered through and, mm -hmm. and then from then my worship kept growing and um, my first big build was um, an entryway mirror from Anna White's book. Okay. I follow step by step. I used a bunch of tools that I've never used before and and it was pretty good it's not perfect but i still have it on my house i displayed mm -hmm. it probably because that was my first build and um and i i've been trying to build ever since from the most part okay awesome so i mean the when you bought your first house this was before uh your kiddo right so yes. you had time gosh yes i, I had don't, time I, I can't remember those days I just well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it seems far away. Well, it was, it was, I think like my whole DIY journey has a before and after and it's pretty mm -hmm. marked. Um, back then I decided I started building. I even went to a craft show and started selling like wood signs and wood home decor. I had a website. I was going to be the next Anna White. Um, so I was doing like tutorials and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, when I got pregnant, I had a really, really bad 
bad pregnancy. Like I had to stop working. I had, mm-hmm. I was in bed most of my of my pregnancy, and it really stopped everything on its hold. And and I think it was almost three years that I didn't do anything. Um, I lost my domain. I had to rebrand after. Um, by around that time, we decided to move across the country. So we moved to a smaller apartment. So I spent almost two years in a two-bedroom apartment with no garage and no place to build. Um, so it was last year that I decided to, okay, now we're established. Mm-hmm. Now we're ready to go. I'm taking over the garage and I'm going to do this again. And for real this time. Yeah. <laughs> Is it still your, uh, do you feel like it's still your goal to be the next Anna White? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm not sure what, what the ultimate goal will be. I, I think um, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. So recently I decided to do a vision board for my business. Um, and my husband was helping me. And before I started, he sit me down and said, what is, what is your, your goal? What do you want to accomplish? And I've never stopped to think about that until he asked that question. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to make be happy. I I I think that's the ultimate goal. I don't wanna I don't want this to become something that I don't get joy out of it. Mm-hmm. When when that happens, when it becomes work, um, and and I don't enjoy it, maybe I don't want to do it anymore. So so yes, I wanna. I want to try to inspire other people like those inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I'm not trying to, to get to a certain level. I just want to make sure to check in every step of the way and make sure that I'm enjoying it and I'm getting joy out of it. Yeah. Are you still, sorry, that was my, my co-host kitten. Um, <laughs> are you still um, do it? Are you still bit engineering during the day? Like as you're okay, as you're full-time, full-time yeah. Um, and still industrial engineering. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you're really down to kind of the weekend times and and yeah, evenings. After and after I put him to bed, my husband goes to play PlayStation, and I go to the garage. <laughs> uh, so now where you're at, you have like a workshop uh, backed yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, so um, my first house we had a three-car garage, which worked out perfect. This time around, um, when we were shopping for houses, I told my husband, either one car sleep outside or I get a three-car garage. <laughs> <laughs> so one car sleeping outside. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I, I have a, a, a pretty good setup. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had to sell all my, all my tools when we moved um, because we, we were on a transition periods I didn't have space um so I I slowly I'm buying everything again um and and I I got a new domain and I don't I haven't launched the website yet um but but I'm I'm working towards getting where I was um and in some ways I'm more focused and um, more driven than even before Mm -hmm. so everything works out yeah so, okay, so since you had to sell all your tools, what are you getting to work with right now? Um, so I have um, a bunch of hand tools, a miter saw, and a table saw, um, and I just bought a drum sander because I hate sanding. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I, I need to figure out electrical work 
for it just yet because it keeps shutting down. Um, but that's that's pretty much the big items I have and a bunch of nailers. I love my nailers. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you predominantly work with like construction lumber type stuff still, like the two by fours and that kind of? Yeah, I, I actually had a conversation with that another DIYer about making the, the jump to hardwoods, but it's really hard to find places that sell that here where I live. Um, in Florida, like- I've heard that I before sell, about Florida, yeah. It's really hard. I even tried to look like a marketplace and everything is three hours away, if so. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I'm going to try to develop more skills and doing more stuff with stuff that I can find at the hardware store and then I'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm more, I just want to learn skills, um, and see how it goes. And if it falls apart in a couple of years, I get to do it again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I find that interesting about, I've, I've heard that from several makers in the Florida space it's hard. that it's hard to find hardwoods, um, or like a lumber store that sells hardwoods. And I wonder why that is. Um, is it just like not a lot of hardwoods grow there? Um, you know, there's I, not, get, I, bet. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. There's not a lot of big trees here. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. You guys have like palm trees and those aren't trees. And it's flat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did you know, seriously, did you know palm trees are grass? I learned this when I went to <laughs> woodworking school. Really? Yes. Yeah. Palm trees are grass. They're not even a tree. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, okay. So getting back kind of back up and going are you focused on mainly just like things for your own home your own family friends that type of thing or do you take um orders from anybody for custom work so um i do have an etsy shop um i recently started um and i do want to sell items mostly small stuff that i can ship um Mm -hmm. signs and, and stuff like that um and I think that's, um, I, I want to do it because of the same reasons I did the craft show back then. Um, I, I, I like to buy tools and they're expensive. <laughs> um, so more, more, more than just trying to make a business um, and build a store, it's to make my, my hobby and my passion like self-financing so mm-hmm. I, can, I can buy more and upgrade and, and learn. So yeah. Um, so how, so you have the Etsy shop, but are you, have you done any like local, you know, fair or that type of thing? In Washington, I did, um, not, not here yet. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to try to start reaching out to markets, uh, local markets to try to put my stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but not yet. I'm just trying to do stuff for myself and my house. We just moved here a couple of months ago. Um, so there's a lot of projects in the way. I got a big shipment from Lowe's yesterday from like plywood and wood and lumber and stuff. So I, I have a lot of projects in, in the works that I'm really excited about. So, so that's my focus right now. Around your house, is it mainly, is it still mainly like smaller projects or are you doing some bigger pieces too? Um, I think smaller wall treatment. Um, I I want to redo my my powder room my, um, downstairs, which is scary. Every time I mention it to my husband, he's like, "Are you sure you're gonna do that?" 
like yes um but um but yeah so more more home improvement type of stuff nothing huge um I do want to make a dining table always been my dream since I started watching YouTube videos to make a farmhouse table so I bought the materials for that and I arrived yesterday so that that's gonna be in the works but I'm still venturing to to doing bigger stuff so Mm -hmm. okay uh, what's the biggest project you've made to date? Um, I think I make a huge like a ladder display for my craft show because I couldn't find anything that was affordable before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty cool. Um, but it mostly has been smaller stuff. Okay. I, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos for bigger stuff and I'm sure I can do them. <laughs> But I, I'm not there yet. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> um, do you think, especially, um, so your little one is two, you said? Yes. Okay. Do you think um, as uh, they get older, you'll be making any little furniture for them? Oh, for sure. For them and with them. Um, so um, I'm excited to to do stuff for toys and, and stuff for him that he can use. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and I'm excited for him to get a little bit bigger so he can do small stuff with me as well. Does he pay attention right now to you that you do that kind of stuff? Yeah, she, he, he stacks stuff over on top of, 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 of his toys and says, I'm building stuff like mama. And it makes me so proud. <laughs> and, and he says, mama's strong and, and it's, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is your, what does your mom think about you getting into this type of making? Um, I not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I sent her pictures of the stuff I built and she's like, Oh, that's pretty. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, um, I, I don't think she realizes how much she inspired me to start this from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like I was raised with the value that I can do anything and everything if I just work hard and, mm-hmm. and, and put my mind to it. And I, I got it from her. Um, so um, I am now I encourage her to like buy a thunder and try to do stuff um, herself um, outside of what she's used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of like repaying the favor yeah. there. Um, yeah. Did any of your friends when you first kind of started it did they think you were crazy at all for uh buying a table saw after oh sure watching all of <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> but um they they've seen me they've seen me grow um and and and, and do this and skills that are a little bit harder and and they cheer me on along the way but mm-hmm. um i I don't know. It, I, I, I tend to do that with everything I try. I buy everything first and like I'm going to, my life is going to depend on it. And then I uh, figure out how to do it. Um, that's, that's me. That's you. <laughs> uh, but like, but like I said, like I, I, I know there's nothing I can do. I just have, I haven't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. Hello makers. Today's podcast is sponsored by Bad Workwear North America. 
They are an Australian workwear brand that launched in the U.S. and Canada last fall. I haven't tried the gear yet myself, but have heard great things about their gear from our friends in the maker community, especially women who are excited to find workwear that looks great and fits right. They carry a women's line of items, but based on the slim fit nature of their clothing, all of their line is considered unisex as women have great success sizing down in the men's items and getting a great fit as well. If you want to check them out, visit www.badnorthamerica.com and use the code MAKERMOM10 at checkout for 10% off your order. All right, let's get back to the episode. Well, you've kind of like done quite a bit in the, you know, making category, doing cakes and um, paper crafts, and now getting into like woodworking. So how do you feel this is different, I guess, than those other, you know, than the other two that you've done and tried before? Um, I think, um, I think because not a lot of people try it, it has this taboo thing that we cannot do it. Um, or that is a pretty big feat if you accomplish to build a table. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think it carries a more sense of pride and empowerment with it. Like when you step back and, and look at what you build Mm-hmm. And yeah, I did that by myself and nobody helped me and it's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it feels a different space in your heart, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Um, all right. So you did just buy a drum sander, which I totally understand. And I'm jealous of because I hate <laughs> sanding as well. Uh, <laughs> I really do. Um but what else is on that list of like, this is what I want to buy really bad? Um, lots of things. Um, <laughs> I think not as excited, but I, I need to set up those collection. Um, I, especially because I, I come in covered on, on Sotos when I go to the house um, <laughs> with my kid. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's pretty high on the list. Um, I... I do want to buy um, a bandsaw and a joiner. Um, I, I, it's, it's really hard to try to work with warp lumber mm-hmm. from the hardware store sometimes. So, so that's, that's on my list. But I am running out of space. Um, so I'm going to have to try to get creative on, on how to store things. Um, but, or but there yeah. could just be two cars sleeping outside. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my my husband told me you can take over as long as everything is on wheels and if there's a hurricane, we can put the cars inside. That's so, fair. I think that's yeah. pretty fair. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, like when you were in Washington and now like now that you're in Florida, like have you been able to connect in with like a local group of makers? No, it's been really hard, um, mm-hmm. um, especially here, trying to figure it out, how to build community, um, and especially now with COVID, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's really hard. I'm actively looking, so if anybody's hearing this and they're living in Central Florida, shoot me a DM. I don't think she lives in Central Florida, but I know she lives in Florida. Do you follow um, Built by Jesse? 
I don't think so. As I stop to sit here and look up. Yeah, built by Jesse and Jesse's J E S S I E. Um, she is um, originally from uh, Dominican Republic, but she lives in Florida somewhere. <laughs> I want to say she's closer to Orlando, so I don't know how far away that is from you, but um, oh, she's closer. I'm like 10 minutes away. So. <laughs> oh, um, I'm pretty sure, but I... I'll check her out. You can check her out and I'll shoot her a message too. She also does work um, a day job as well. Um, and then does making kind of in the evenings and on the weekends and stuff like that. But um, she has talked about that there is a local makers group in that area. Um, awesome. So might give you some. No, thank you. Definitely there. Yeah. Out. yeah. Um, and she's, she's been on the podcast a couple of times as well. Um, all right. So local community is good. Uh, hard to find at times, especially, yes, like you said, with COVID it makes it even harder. Um, what about like social media community? Have you found that you're like really tapping into that? Um, I mean, I found you through Instagram, so I know you're on Instagram, but um, <laughs> are you finding community through there? with your projects and stuff? Um, I'm trying. Um, I, I, I follow a lot of accounts mm -hmm. um, and, and I try to engage when two months, yeah, two months before I stopped, I had to stop everything because I got sick. Um, I, I was booked to go to Heaven's Conference mm -hmm. and there was a lot um, of communication um, messages back and forth of all the other um, women builders that were going to go. Um, and I was really excited, but I had to cancel that because mm -hmm. um, I couldn't travel. So, um, so I'm, I'm really hoping that I can go to workbench or something like that and meet mm -hmm. these people and maybe it's easier to connect and build that relationship. Yeah. Um, workbench is definitely awesome for that. Um, I feel pretty strongly in saying I'm 95% sure it's probably going to go virtual for 2021 uh, um, just because Haven just went virtual and that's this fall and they're connected. Um, so I imagine that to go. I've been the last uh, three years um, and Jesse built by Jesse, I think has been all three years as well. Um, and there's uh it's a growing community, especially of women makers that are going to it. And I think that's awesome uh, to see that. So hopefully someday when it's back in person, <laughs> you can go and get that sense of uh, community and get to meet these people that you've been chatting with just, you know, yeah. through social media. Um, so you're doing the nap time thing. Two, two years old, they're still pretty decent at taking naps. Um, but he's, how do you... <laughs> he's good at it. He's good at it. How do you Thank see God. that changing, you know, as he gets older? Do you feel like I... Or maybe the better question is, do you feel like that gives you enough time right now to make? Um, there's never enough time. <laughs> um, I, 
especially with a full-time job, it, it's hard. And, and I struggle with that sometimes because like I see all these people just pushing content daily project after project. And I'm trying to get one wrapped up in the weekends a month at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so yeah, so it's, it's a challenge, but I try to make time. Um, and for me building, it's like therapy. It's, it, it reminds me of why I'm doing everything. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and my husband is really supportive. So like if in the weekend, like I, I really need to build something or finish it. He, he stays with, with, with my son and, and, and I I get a little bit more time. And, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I, I, I don't think I put as a priority before, but I realized that, um, like if, I'm happy, I'm fulfilled, I'm going to be a better mom and a better wife. And they do understand that. So yeah, absolutely. So do you do you feel like you value it more now after becoming a mom? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, I would agree. And I think most of the maker moms I've had on the podcast would agree as well. Like that's, that's how they connect with themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, because as you know, once you become a mom, it's like another piece of you is given away to somebody else, uh, which you do. They're gladly. the priority now. Yeah. Which you do gladly. Right. I mean, you're, you're mom and you do it happily and, and with love, but it's still like, you still need to have that one piece of you that you feel like that's mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also know that two-year-olds keep you busy as far as (laughs) (laughs) getting into stuff, climbing on stuff, doing just being curious and wanting to learn all the time. He wants Um, a lot of attention too. He demands a lot of attention. Yes. Um, and having a full-time job and, you know, having a a spouse that you don't want to like put at the very bottom of your list type of thing so how do you manage it all I mean how how do you kind of keep all the balls in the air um not perfectly (laughs) but I try um I think um like I said I try to to take advantage of, of the free time I have because my kid's sleeping so I don't take time away from him too much um and I try to 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 put our my priorities in place right like we we have scheduled date nights mm-hmm. even if in, in the in, in the house um, so we have quality time and we can reconnect um I, I i i try to plan out my week um so i know the, this week i'm gonna work on this on my planner and um and and i i put everything like it's a to-do list like i i need to paint with my kid this day i need to do this um so to, to keep everything afloat, afloat, but this time around, I'm putting my time as a priority as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you don't do, do it you, perfect every time or every week, but <laughs> you try. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, do you feel like uh, you are better at scheduling that out now? versus like when you first started for sure I think like you said like going through motherhood um takes your your own needs and your own goals um out of the priority um and and it takes time 
to to go back to to figure it out who you were before you became a mom and and why nurturing that side of you will make you a better mom at the end mm-hmm. um in in and I, I i did really bad about that at the beginning because i was a first time mom and mm-hmm. and he 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 is my world mm-hmm. um but but it took me a lot of time and um to to internalize that if I'm happy, he's going to receive that. He's going to perceive that energy and he's going to enjoy the time that I do spend with him more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I had to work through it to get to that realization that, that I shouldn't feel guilty, that I shouldn't feel guilty for, for letting him play with his dad a little bit until mama is building stuff. Um, because right. I'm going to come back to the house like with that search of energy that I did this or I learned this, I figured out how to do it. And I'm like more, more driven and excited to be with them um, because mm-hmm. of it, not in mm-hmm. spite of it. So, right. Yeah, exactly. What would you say is your favorite part about being a mom? Um, well, I, I think it's the sense of pride. I think every tiny thing he accomplished, every new word he says, um, it's it, it fills my heart with pride and the fact that I get to mold his perspective in life and 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 I get to be a part of him becoming a tiny human like that sense of pride it's it's amazing awesome what's your favorite part about being a maker um <laughs> I I think it's pretty similar <laughs> to that sense of yeah, accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I grew up being told that I can do anything, but you go at it to when you try something new, thinking, I don't know if this can figure it out. And when you do it, it that rush when you when you especially when you encounter a problem halfway through a build and you figure it out a way that mm-hmm. problem solving skills. I get to apply it working too. And it's, it's, it's a big rush. And I, mm-hmm. I come back home and I tell my husband, like, I, I did this and I figured out how to do it. And nobody told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's really good. It's, it's amazing. What is, I mean, obviously it sounds like your husband's really supportive and everything. What does he think about you? being um, a Maker and kind of diving into this more and more. I think he likes it. <laughs> um, he's, he's pretty proud of me. He doesn't do any woodworking. He doesn't deal with tools. I, I, I don't let him fix anything in the house. Um, I, I like to do it and uh-huh. for him, he's a chore. So I do everything. The tools in my house are mine, not his. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I think he's pretty impressed <laughs> and proud that I get to do that. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but he's, he's, he's amazing. He's really supportive and he always pushes me to accomplish my dream. Um, and every time I get stuck or frustrated, he walk, he helps me walk through it and I'm lucky. Yeah, definitely. So have you had any, I guess, challenges do you feel about, um, being, a a woman and going into this, you know, type of field that most perceive to be, you know, men's work, but you know, yeah, it's a men's world out there yes. anyway. So. <laughs> 
mean, I'm, I'm an engineer, so I'm used to it. Um, yes. Most, most <laughs> of the time, I'm the only person in a conference room. Um, the only woman, sorry. Um, so, so I'm used to it. But yeah, it's when you go to the hardware store and they, they try to help. Or when I try to talk shop with people at work with other men and they over explain things that I've been doing for years. Um, <laughs> one time I, I bought um, a joiner for my shop in Washington and I went to pick it up with my husband and the guy at the hardware store refused to talk to me. He was talking to my husband all the time. And he had to tell him, no, it's hers. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it's not a big deal. Like I said, it's, it happens everywhere in every mm-hmm. industry, in every field. Um, and it still bothers me. I'm yeah. hopeful that um, the new generation will have to face it less than the one prior. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, I think it's getting a little bit better in terms of representation and exposure. When I started... Um, watching YouTube videos uh, for workers. I think I was following Anna White, April Wilkinson, and DIY Huntress. That was it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything else. Um, and now, after I stopped and I came back to to this community, I can keep up. Like, I'm following mm-hmm. every, every day I find somebody new. I can keep up with the stories, look at the projects. So, it, it's really, I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that that it becomes the norm and not the exception and and they just not assume that you don't know something because of your gender. Yeah. yeah. Now I know that Florida has is much more the community is much more diverse based on color in Florida than Washington. <laughs> so do you feel like there was maybe even added challenge in Washington because you're a woman of color? Maybe. Um, I, I think those are things that I have had to face my entire life. I have a thick accent that's not going away. Um, so, so I'm used to people having an impression of, of who I am and what I can do before I even start talking. Um, I, so, I would imagine you face that like you said, you are an engineer, and I would imagine you face that a lot as well, probably not just being the only woman, but possibly the only person of color in that conference room. Yeah, I remember I about a year and a half in my very first job out of college, um, they gave me the opportunity to do temp managing for people on the floor, and it was aerospace manufacturing, men everywhere, all men everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was this... I don't know how old I was, like 25-year-old, 23-year-old girl with a thick accent telling them what to do. It was a challenge. (laughs) I'm sure Uh, it was. (laughs) It was a challenge um, trying to convince them that I wasn't the enemy, Mm -hmm. that I was there to make sure that they had a better quality of life and and work and, Mm -hmm. and get the job done and... And they, they went around, they came around and, and it worked better, but I had to work for it. Yep. it is, and I think that's what everything you, I'm used to having to, to work harder and explain myself better, um, twice as hard just to, mm-hmm. to get hurt. So, Are you still in, uh, in the aerospace industry? 
Yeah. Um, so as far as I, I want to bring back up, cause you were talking about like, you see, you know, people are pushing out all this content and getting all these projects done. Um, that honestly is some of the background of why this podcast got started um, was for, because I, I was looking at, you know, the April Wilkerson's, the Anna Voltrades and going, how in the world are they getting all of this done? Like, I just don't understand it. And then stopping to, instead of making myself feel inferior by looking at what they were accomplishing to go, well, what sets us apart? Right? Like, obviously we're all women. So that's not like a, a factor, but one big factor besides the fact that this is not my making is not my full-time job yet, but also I'm a mom of two and that takes a lot of time. A lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so that's kind of what was behind like how the podcast got started at first. It was, was just solely going to be about women makers. Um, and I have kind of circled back to that a little bit, but um, I wanted to go, no, cause you know, makers who are moms, like they are really hustling out there to get this stuff done. Um, and so then I start looking at, I still look at, now I look at um, like Brandy of Eternal Harvest and I go, okay, Brandy, you homeschool your children and get all of these things done. <laughs> still don't know how you do it. But um, what, I guess when you're looking at that and you're looking at content um, and you talked about, you know, you're doing this mainly to make, it makes you happy to do this hobby. Um, but is there some drive there? If you had thought about going to Haven and stuff that to, to build this out and to be creating content around what you're doing? Yeah, I, I definitely want to, I would be lying if I said no. Um, I just, I don't have the ways of them in to do it the way they do it. I, I don't have the time. I am not planning of leaving my job anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it is, it will, I will be really hard on myself if I try to compare myself with the people that do this a full time. Um, so, so I, I, that that's my focus, trying to do as much as I can towards that general direction mm-hmm. while I don't put too much pressure on myself that I lost when I started this in the first place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course, like I, I, I want to try to, to grow, um, into, into something better that I, that my account is right now, but it's also really hard because I don't know anything <laughs> about algorithms and, um, uh, don't have um somebody else um that has gone through this that can coach me or give me advice like I'm googling everything as I go um so it's 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 challenging so well do I wish that I was in a in a more advanced position sure but I, I need to be um very cautious that I cannot compare my situation with other people so I totally agree I and I still there are times where I find myself almost panicked that I'm not keeping up with, you know, this person or that person or that person. Um, and that's generally, uh, I've at least gotten to the point where I recognize that's what I'm doing and I can stop myself and just go, am I happy with what I'm putting out? Does what I put out speak to me? Is it me? 
Yes. Do I want people to follow me because I'm like that other person? No, I want people to follow me or engage with my stuff because they appreciate the work I'm doing. Me specifically, not because I replicate what I see going on over here, over there. Um, but that is hard to do <laughs> times to remember that. Um, especially if you get to that point where it's like, it is something you want to become your sole business. And so at that point you do care about some of that stuff because that equates to being able to leave the job job and do this exactly. as a full-time job. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find and to be okay with what sets you apart. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know it, it and it, it it's hard to not compare yourself to like, it's like especially when you don't sound or look like everybody else mm -hmm. <laughs> um and and and, and getting to a place where you feel okay with it um and it's that has been a big challenge for me as well like i just posted a couple of weeks ago my first timeless with where i am in the video mm -hmm. um and and that that took a lot of of strength because <laughs> um, um, yeah it's it's hard and I still haven't posted stories with me talking this is the first thing I do like that um, so so wow then I feel really honored that you said yes <laughs> <laughs> nerve-wracking <laughs> it is totally fine I don't know if it will make you feel any better or worse but I would assume since you put out names that you know who Jesse Ueda is, I dress up, uh, Ben Ueda, yeah. So she was this week's Wednesday episode for the new Wonder Women I'm doing of women who aren't moms yet. And she even said, like, she was terrified because she is extremely shy. Really? She, exactly, <laughs> extremely shy. Um, and she, and we've talked before and she knows me. So she was even like, you know, that she had to tell herself to calm down and drink water and take deep breaths. So if it makes you feel any better, it does. <laughs> no, that is not just you. Um, but we are actually um, at the end of our time together. So I want to give you a chance, Michelle, though, to shout out again, like how people can, you know, where they can find you on all the interwebs so they can follow along with you. Yes, so I am um, in Instagram and Facebook at Aquan Gold. Um, and uh, my Etsy store is, um, you can find me at Aquan Gold store okay. uh, there as well. Um, I do have my domain for aquangold.com, but I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> Maybe I have a goal to do it at the end of this year. So hopefully, so hopefully. All right. And I will include links to all of those in the show notes uh, so people can find it super easy and follow along with you. And thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. It was fun. Yeah. All right. So again, that was Michelle with Aqua and Gold. And I'll include all the links and stuff on how you can follow along with Michelle in the show notes as I do every week. Uh, if you want to check out the show notes for this week and all the past weeks with all these amazing uh, female makers, the best way to do that is to follow along with the Maker Mom podcast over on Instagram. And that is just at Maker Mom podcast. Link in the bio takes you several places, uh, one of which is the show notes. 
or if you prefer, you can head on over to my website, my Freeman Furnishings website, and that's just Freeman Furnishings with an S at the end dot com and then forward slash maker mom podcast and that will get you to the show notes. All right, so if you are loving this podcast, there are several ways that you can help support it. The easiest way uh, takes almost no time and costs you nothing is to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening slash and or watching uh, the podcast on. Make sure you're subscribed. And then if you could go over to iTunes and leave a five-star review, that helps other people find it. And if you happen to watch a Wonder Women episode over on YouTube, make sure that you comment and like, dislike, I'll leave that up to you, uh, that video as well. Because again, that allows more people to find out about the podcast and to find out about these amazing women and their journeys into making. If you really, really love the podcast and you want to be added to the list of names at the start of every episode that gets a shout out and a thank you, you can head on over to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Maker Mom Podcast and become a patron over there and join the tribe. There are now four different tier levels. There's a one, three, and five dollar tier level. Each level comes with its own um, amount of merchandise. And then there is the new $30 tier level, and that will make you an official sponsor of the podcast. Those spaces are limited at that level, and you will get your own ad spot in the episode and be listed as a sponsor of the podcast. All right, so why don't you go over there and you can check that out. Um, Besides merchandise or, you know, podcast sponsorship level type stuff. Uh, There is plans for more and more goodies to be continued to be added over there. One right now that I'm working out the kinks in is to be able to do a live-ish via Zoom webinar uh, podcast interview that the patrons would have access to participate in that webinar and would have access to that episode before anybody else. So Those are the type of perks you can look forward to over there as well. All right, and then there's always the option of just plain buying some merchandise. And the best way to do that is to go to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash shop and hit apparel. And right now the Maker Mom tee is there with the Mom Squad listed on the back. And the Mom Squad currently includes the first 65 episodes of moms that have been interviewed and the plan is that around November, December timeframe every year that will be updated to add in all of the additional people that have been interviewed for the podcast. So you can go check that out as well. All right, so it is Friday. It is the weekend. I hope that you all are staying safe and staying healthy And I hope that you get to spend time with your family and get to make something this weekend. All right, until next week, I will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community and the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. 